Hey beauty, in this episode, I'm going to share some passages and some things that show just how beautiful, I keep saying beautiful throughout the whole episode, just how wonderful, beautiful, amazing, unbelievable God's love is for us. It just blows my mind. Before we get into the show, if you are interested in improving your health, I just want to remind you that my book is out, Discover God's Health Wisdom, Exposing Eight Common Myths That Keep You Sick. If you're interested, go to herholistichealing.com book. I think that after talking to a lot of people about health, after working with clients, on their health, I really feel like a lot of our health hangups have to do a lot with mindset. I'm not saying that's true for everyone, but I really feel like this book will help you and encourage you. It will definitely point back to God when it comes to your health and your life. So if you are interested and have not picked up the book yet go to herholistichealing.com slash book with all that being said let's get into the show welcome to her holistic healing do you want more energy and less anxiety so that you can do all the things are you searching for meal ideas essential oils and other holistic treatments do you wish you could know which direction to take with your health so that you could finally feel better hey I'm Alexandra. I love Jesus. I'm a wife, mom of three, and registered nurse with years of experience in clinical research. I also wanted more energy so that I could have more fun and keep up with my growing child. I too was confused about all the different diet and treatment options. I too wanted to wake up every day and feel good, but I felt anxious because I couldn't solve the mystery of my health. Until God showed me that He is the source of true healing. In this podcast, you will learn holistic treatments and Bible truths that will lead you to the peace, joy, and freedom that you have been hoping for. So what do you say we take a break from the mind-numbing, humdrum busyness? Let's rest and let God be our healer and helper. When I was pregnant with my children in the first trimester, I was always extremely nauseous, throwing up, I felt horrible, I felt fatigued, and I would always keep working throughout my pregnancy so that I could have as many days off as possible with my with my kids once my babies were, were born. I remember with my third baby, it was so hard because the other two were still so young, dishes were everywhere, toys, clothes were everywhere. I should have asked for help, but I didn't... I didn't and I so I didn't have a lot of help and then I was waiting for my husband to get home. I was so tired. I remember just sitting down in the hallway for about five minutes and I was just crying my eyes out. I was sitting in the hallway because there wasn't really anywhere else to sit. Everywhere else was a mess. And I also remember when I was having my first baby in the first trimester, we were living in this really small apartment in Chicago, it had really thin walls and there was this dog above, there was this dog above us. I would always wake up to the dog whining and scratching and barking because 
I think the owner kept the dog in his cage for most of the day. So I would wake up to that and then there was construction downstairs. I would go back and forth to work. I was so exhausted. I was so nauseous. I couldn't I couldn't spend time in the kitchen because everything that I smelled just made me want to throw up. So whenever so I would go to work, I would do a crappy job at work because I felt so nauseous and I was fatigued, but then I would go home. I would lie down on the bed for the rest of the weekend and for the rest of the night. I would just lie down on my bed whenever I was off work and that was that lasted for the whole first trimester and more. But I remember there was this one time I woke up. Back then I had those those clocks those alarm clocks where I had the alarm clock set to where the radio would turn on when it was time to wake up. And I remember waking up to the song A Thousand Years by Christina Perry. I didn't know that it was written for the Twilight series back then. So I'm not, I mean, I'm not recommending the Twilight series or anything, anything like that. And I don't know anything about Christina Perry. But I woke up to this song, it was at the very beginning, and I just thought that the intro, the instrumental, the instruments at the beginning, it was just so beautiful. And then I was thinking about the chorus, I'm just going to read to you what the chorus says if you haven't heard the song before. It says, I have died every day waiting for you, darling don't be afraid, I have loved you for a thousand years. I'll love you for a thousand more. And all along, I believed I would find you. Time has brought your heart to me. I have loved you for a thousand years. I'll love you for a thousand more. When I heard this song, I just, it was just so soothing to me. And looking back, I know, I know that God played that song for me. God can use anything. God can speak through anything, right? It made me think of, these other passages, Isaiah 54, 5, for your maker is your husband, the Lord of hosts is his name, and the Holy One of Israel is your redeemer, the God of the whole earth he is called. It's kind of a weird concept how God calls us, God says that he's our husband, right? But that's what he says. He says in his word, God says, I'm your husband. He also refers to himself as our friend, our God our father. I also thought of Isaiah 43. This is so beautiful. When I was reading this today, if you think about, okay, if you think about God in the context of him being our husband, like a knight in shining armor, I don't know if you were into Disney movies or into Disney movies when I was a kid. I used to watch all of them. I loved the princes. I, I think my favorite was Eric from The Little Mermaid. But if you just, I'm going to read this to you. And if you just picture God as a knight in shining armor saying this to you, it's just really beautiful and it's romantic. Isaiah 43. But now, thus says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, when you walk through fire, you shall not be burned. 
and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt as your ransom, Cush and Seba in exchange for you. Because you are precious in my eyes and honored, and I love you, I give men in return for you, peoples in exchange for your life. How beautiful is that? And if you haven't seen The Chosen, if you're not interested, I just really recommend watching the first episode when he says to Mary Magdalene, um, the this first verse where it says, Fear not, I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. It makes me cry every single time that I watch it. I've seen it so many times. But I mean, just looking back at this passage, he's saying that, that he will protect us. He is our Lord. He is our Savior. He says that we are precious in his eyes, that we're honored and that he loves us. This passage is so beautiful. I also think about Psalm 139. For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is, this, is the sum of them! If I would count them, they are more than the sand." I awake and I am still with you. If we look at verse 16, he says, your eyes saw, or the, the psalmist says, your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. Did you catch that? In his book was written, Every one of them, the days that he has for us, it's just like that Christina Perry song. He's loved us for a thousand years. He'll love us for a thousand more. It's just so beautiful. And then Zephaniah 317, the Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. He will exult over us with loud singing. That's, that's so beautiful. I think I'll share one more verse with you. Galatians 5.1 says, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. The reason why I wanted to do this episode is because I'm not sure why, but a few days ago, I, I was just telling God that I surrender this part of my life to you. I surrender this and this and this and this. I surrender everything to you. I've done that before, but we can so easily surrender and say that we trust God. But a lot of times we take it back. We, we say that we trust him, but then the very next day we give in to worry, right? It's so easy to have idols in our lives. It could be it could be that we're idolizing money or our spouses, our kids, ourselves, fame, prestige, fancy houses, clothes, cars, vacations, experiences. There, we can put so many things before God 
And it's not easy to see when that happens because it's it can happen so easily, right? This past weekend, I feel like God was showing me where I was enslaving myself to certain things. I wasn't standing in the freedom that he died for me to have. And it was so beautiful just to feel that freedom despite of things not going so well. I'm not going to be specific about what happened, but I don't know. I just felt like, you know, do you remember how Paul talks about when he's in prison, how he's found the secret to being content? He's basically saying that Christ is everything to him. There are times where we, it feels like we go through trial after trial after trial. And there are different reasons why we go through trials, right? But sometimes God allows trials or he gives us tests to teach us that he's so much better than everything that we've been idolizing. For me, when I go through a trial, I feel like, man, I hate this. This is horrible. I why is this happening? Why am I going through this? But a lot of times after it's over, I feel like I've learned so much. The old me, if what happened this past weekend would have happened even a few months ago, I would have been walking around like I had a rain cloud over my head. But when I went to church, I was grinning from ear to ear. I just felt, I was still in the midst of, of the trial, but I felt just so wonderful because I felt like God was showing me that there's, that I don't have to hold on to this certain thing anymore. I can, I, God has given me the freedom to let it go. So as I wrap up, I just want to encourage you, maybe go through some of the, these passages that I've listed, just know that God wants to speak to you. I don't know why sometimes in church people teach that God doesn't speak anymore, but that doesn't make sense because if he says that he's our friend and our husband and our father, why wouldn't he want to speak to us? God can speak to us through so many ways. Also, remember that God loved you before you were even born. <laughs> Just like, oddly, this Christina Perry song says, God waits for us. He's loved us for so long and he's going to love us for so long, forever. He'll chase after us. Psalm 139, in God's book, our days were written already in Verse Psalm 139, verse 16. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. God calls you precious. Isaiah 43, 4. Because you are precious in my eyes and honored, and I love you, I give men in return for you, peoples in exchange for your life. I'm so glad that you took the time to listen today. 
If you liked what you heard, will you leave me a review on Apple Podcasts so that this show can reach more people? And if you want to connect with me, go to HerHolistichealing.com. Matthew 11, verses 28 through 30. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For you. It's easy and my burden is light.